presuming to speak, Romans 15, 17 to 18. Therefore, in Christ Jesus, I have found reason for boasting in things pertaining to God. For I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me, resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed. One of the greatest mistakes many make in God's body is to speak of things God has not accomplished in and through them. This occurs, unfortunately, far too often than it should and continues to have us believing in where we are truly at when we are not. This presumption position continues to keep us in a form of death, which we believe is life. This is a spiritual death position that keeps us out of spiritual life. We can see from verse 17 that it is in Christ posture that we are to be boasting from. It is this posture that we are to be speaking things that pertain to God. Nothing less will suffice. Paul then backs this truth up in verse 18 when he says, I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me. What Christ has accomplished through us is the in Christ posture. They are ultimately of the same kind, even though they have a divine order. Let's have a look at this in Christ position, which lives out what it speaks. There is no greater example than the resurrection of Jesus himself. Jesus said he was the resurrection and the life before he demonstrated the resurrection. Who he said he was, was proven by his ability to live out what he spoke. There was absolutely no separation between his words and his deed, his action. Luke 24, 19. And he said to them, what things? And they said to him, the things about Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word in the sight of God and all the people. Mighty in deed and word. Jesus' life in demonstration was the evidence of the words he spoke. This evidence was not only in the sight of God, his father, but also tangibly in front of the people. It's one thing to say, well, God sees what and how I live and use this as a way to justify your false reality. The people must also see this true demonstration of wisdom of what you say or speak being lived out in your life. Anything less is just empty words and vain imagination. It's the counterfeit and the false religious position that keeps us blind and living from darkness. It's all a false pride position. Matthew 6, 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? The I am position is the is position. They are of the exact same kind and realm. This passage is describing the eye of the heart. If the eye of the heart is clear, then we will have a singular focus and purpose, which forms and builds his light in us. As this happens, we will find ourselves being able to speak of him and him alone and not presuming to speak of things we have no revelation of. We speak in this presumptuous way because we want to tell ourselves we are in what we read. We do this to encourage ourselves and others 
and to make us feel good about ourselves and others due to our lack of true confidence and assurance being in Christ. We look to reassure ourselves and remind ourselves that we are in this living dimension, even though our literal lives don't resemble us. We tell ourselves this is our reality, even though we can't live out what we say, unlike Jesus himself. The fatal mistake we make is to believe we are in what is spoken, written. What we are reading is the life-changing testimonies of those who have entered into a dimension of Christ who is performing a work of transformation on the inside of the people. It is not a theoretical viewpoint of laws, traditions, facts, truth, principles, which is to be learnt and understood through the intellect. We claim the words as our own, and yet we have not undergone the journey of revelation that makes these words our own. We want to piggyback off the likes of Paul and others who have gone through the Christ, Christ crucified way, and claim their personal victories through their trials and tribulations as our own. This is a fatal mistake that many make. We profess this life while denying the way to this life. We proclaim it while standing on the opposite side of the cross to it. This is nothing short of hypocrisy and the opposite reality of who we are to be. The question then is why do we live like this? For some, they are completely unaware this is not of him. The man-made institutional model teaches this very way as God's truth. It writes about it and publishes it in books. We preach about it and write sermon after sermon after sermon on it. We create conferences all about this way. And yet this false man-made formula keeps us out of Christ's life. People followers who only know this dimension only have this as their reference. And so are none the wiser. Others live like this because they are afraid and in the fear of missing out. They desperately want to be part of what God says and does. And so we speak in a language that makes us sound like we are in a reality of truth, but we are not. Fear is a crippling dimension for many followers and keeps us bound up and not able to truly enter into him. We don't want to appear. We don't know what others are talking about. So we mentally agree intellectually make an agreement with the scriptures, but are void of life. We believe the lie and convince ourselves anyway. There is a whole movement of Christians that are like this today, but this doesn't need to be the case. But there must be a death of this operating system for things to change and for God's people to come into the full and overflowing life that is in Christ. What we confess we are and are in we must be able to demonstrate and truly be able to speak of. Anything less than this is inauthentic and hypocrisy.